Welcome into Buccaneers Insider presented by Miller Lite. Casey Phillips and Scott Smith here. And man, do we have a lot to cover that we just got a chance to hear the conference call that both Bruce Arians, Jason Light, and then also Tom Brady were all on getting a chance to talk to the local media. Normally this would be a big normal press conference, but with everything <laughs> Corona, all we ended up getting able to do is a phone call, which is better than nothing. Uh, definitely a unique experience in this free agency time. So uh, let's start with the coach and Jason part of it. Uh, you know, we hadn't gotten to hear from them since this whole thing went down. So I want to hear your thoughts on if you learned anything about the, the process of signing him in this. Yeah, one thing that I thought was interesting was when they talked about what a priority that Tom Brady became for them. You were here for the couple months after the end of the season leading up to free agency. And you, you can recall, I'm sure, um, Bruce Arians saying, yeah, we're going to have a plan. We're just not necessarily going to tell anybody that plan because, you know, what's the point strategically of that? So to find out, and it's not obviously not a surprising piece of information, but to find out that when they realized that Tom Brady was a really, a real possibility, that became point blank the number one offseason priority for both Bruce Arians and Jason Light and and they got it done. So that's exciting. And also another thing from their point of view on that, especially coach, is that uh, him talking about how Tom Brady can do everything in this offense that he needs to get done. And um, that's a, an area that I know some people have questioned. Is is Tom Brady a good fit for Bruce Arians offense? And, you know, I've been of the opinion all along that Bruce and Tom will easily work together to find the best way to utilize his talents and what Bruce does in his offense. So I've never been particularly worried about it. But then you hear Tom Brady saying, hey, to me, football is about throwing to the open guy. If that's the deep guy and that's where he's open and, and this offense has made that happen, then that's where we'll throw it. If it's a short guy, if it's outside that guy, it's the inside guy. He's like you throw to the open guy and you put the ball in the hands of the guys who will make the plays. Yeah, that's how you know you're really good is when it is that simple for you. <laughs> yeah, it's easier to say. For some people, it's not as easy to do, but obviously he's proved he can do it. Right. Uh, so now looking at the Tom Brady part of the call, he got a chance to answer questions from several local media and media from all over the country that were wanting to get in there. So uh, what were some of the things that stood out that you maybe learned from that? I think everybody wanted Tom to come in and, and start making predictions and proclamations and we're going to win six more Super Bowls and all that. And he, he, as I don't think anybody would in that situation, wasn't interested in making predictions. But what he returned to over and over again, at least three or four times during that 30 something minute press conference was or conference call was I'm a team player. I know what my responsibilities are going to be. I'm going to come in and do them to the best of my ability. And I'm going to expect everybody else around me to do the same because you can't have a great offense with one player. One great quarterback is not going to make a great offense. And he is a great quarterback. But he says everybody has to be on the same page and everybody has to be playing with confidence and anticipation. And he returned to that a couple times. So I think this harkens a little bit to some of the other things that Bruce and Jason were saying in that it's not just that he's a great player, it's the leadership that he's going to bring to this team. And I think that was just kind of exuding out of that conference call the entire 30 minutes. And overall, what do we feel like we have even seen about just the way everyone is responding to having him here, just the overall impact that he could make on this team, the coach talk about him, listening to Jason, listening to Tom Brady himself, what feel did you get from this first conference call about just how this could look moving forward? Yeah, I know you've talked to some of the players and, and they've been pretty uniformly excited about it, right? Um, yes. I think you get, I think you have a quarterback that despite all of his achievements um, is still driven to do more and to prove more. And he's starting a new chapter after 20 years in with one team. And by the way, he's the first player in NFL history to spend 20 years with one team and then sign with another team. 
just 20 years with one team is pretty rare in itself. But then to move on to another team, that's a brand new challenge that I think probably really excites him. And uh, you know, we didn't have any other players on the call, but Bruce and Jason were obviously thrilled. <laughs> that's pretty clear. The Tom Brady news has dominated the headlines, but there have been some other moves that have been important to this Bucks team recently. One is an offensive lineman that's been signed, Joe Haig. What do you know about him and the reason that they would want to bring him in? Well, what I know about Joe Haig is that he spent four years in Indianapolis, and I think he made about 37 starts during that time. He started at right tackle. He started at left tackle. He's even started at right guard. We know through the years how much the coaches value that sort of versatility. And to me, profiles, as at, least, at the very least, a prime candidate to be your swing tackle that can play on either side, and he's your active tackle on game day. But considering the situation with DeMar Dotson, not yet re-signed, a free agent at the moment. The, the right tackle position for the Buccaneers is wide open at the moment, and you'd have to consider that he's at least uh, one of the top candidates to battle for that job. And, you know, sometimes you get a player from a team, and I'll compare that to Shaq Barrett, and I'm not making any great um, uh, predictions here or anything like he'll have the kind of breakout season that Shaq Barrett did, but sometimes you get a player from a team who was on a unit that was just really, really good. And so – you might also be very good, but there's just not as many opportunities for you there. And Indianapolis is widely believed to have the best offensive line in the games, especially after they re-signed Anthony Costanzo. So to get one of those guys and maybe give them a bigger opportunity again, it could be the same sort of situation. And then we know that Tom Brady is a big fan of tight ends. So I uh, wanted to talk about what that position could look like here. We've talked a lot about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and and how great that will be for Tom Brady. But what do we know about who the tight ends will be for this team next season and some news about who we have and have not re-signed yet. Yeah, that's a good question because uh, during that conference call with Tom Brady, he he started uh, listing off some of the guys he's excited about playing with. And of course he started with Chris and Mike, but then he's like an OJ and Cam. And so OJ Howard, uh, you know, he didn't have the season that anybody expected last year in Bruce Arians' first year here, but you heard Jason Light at the combine say, we have a plan for OJ in our offense. You know, so there's obviously there's been trade rumors about him, but I know they believe they can use him well. And maybe with Tom Brady, that'll work even better. Um, you also had Tanner Hudson, who was going to be an exclusive rights free agent, and Anthony O'Claire, who was going to be a restricted free agent. They both kind of just skipped that step and signed a new one-year deal with the Buccaneers. So you have Anthony O'Claire, who Bruce Arians has said is a very good blocking tight end. You saw Tanner Hudson in the preseason last year show incredible hands. I think Mike Evans at one point last year said, Tanner's got the best hands on the team. And then he probably said, well, except for me, Tanner's right. got the best right. hands on the team. Uh, and so you got a lot of intriguing different types of talent there. You also still have Cam Brate. And, you know, there was a, a point in Cam's contract a couple days ago in which um, there was a large part of his 2020 salary that was going to be guaranteed. And so it was a key date in finding out if Cam would be back, which I, I'm sure you agree with me. We were really hoping he would be. Um, and now, team doesn't always announce things like this, but there certainly have been some reports of him getting a restructured contract, which is probably why he's still on the roster now. And I think that's just fantastic news. So the tight end position as a whole, when you talk about those guys resigning and Cam still being around and the team having a plan for OJ and, oh yeah, Tom Brady's in town now to get in the football. I think uh, it's a really exciting time for that position. I completely agree. All right, well, that's going to do it for us on this edition of Buccaneers Insider presented by Miller Lite. Thanks so much for watching. Make sure you stay tuned to Buccaneers.com for all the continued coverage of Tom Brady's arrival and all the rest of the free agency news that is going to continue to trickle out. We'll see you then.